What's up, everybody? Welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David. We have an info-packed episode for you today. We got my good friend, Pranav, CEO, co-founder of Trellis. He's now in the Gateway Incubator Class 1 right now. That's inventory management for the future. It's an awesome talk, man. We just did it. It was like customer development and raising your first round and all this just info-packed stuff. If you're a founder, you're going to learn a lot. Tune in, listen up, get acquainted. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David. We got a fun episode today, guys. We're here with my good friend, Pranav, who's this founder, CEO of Trellis. And uh, he's currently in the Gateway First Class, the Gateway Incubator First Class. We're only like a month out or so, right? Before the end and before Elevate and before this all comes together. So thought we'd sit down. Thanks for being here, man. And in your beautiful apartment here, I may add, thanks for having us. So just tell us what Trellis is. Yeah, uh, Trellis is uh, an inventory management software for cannabis. Um, We started back in 2014. Uh, I'm from Canada. That's where we launched. Um, And we really worked with growers to build our software. Um, You know, this all started because we noticed that especially in Canada. So in Canada, the way it works is you've got producers, they sell directly to patients through the mail. So there's no dispensaries under the new medical regulation. Which is a crazy idea and, that yeah. you get your weed in the mail. Oh, it's amazing. But yeah, Everyone loves it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but to manage that process, especially compared to the old regulations, which was completely different, I knew like it would be very difficult to, to have something in place. There's nothing out there that's like pharma meets ag and like manages an end-to-end solution. So I validated that. I just kind of talked to a couple growers I knew under the old system. And they were like, dude, that's one of the biggest issues we're dealing with right now. Um, so I just, you know, put some concepts together. You know, if, if we had an integrated solution like this, would that solve the problem? And they're like, yes. So much so that they actually partnered with us, invested in the company, and then we built out this software together. Um, and now we're, we're live and we're, you know, out here in California getting it to the hands of growers manufacturers, dispensaries across the state. Got it. So it should be noted that the system in Canada is different enough that we should maybe talk about it a little bit. You know, So there's only, what, six or eight total licenses for commercial production of cannabis in in Uh, Canada, right? There's actually 35. um, And it's- I was so close. I was (laughs) so close. Uh, And it's owned by like 30 people. So some people have multiple licenses. Um, But yeah, it it is a small market. and the number of shipments are fairly small as well. I would say it's probably fifty to 60,000 shipments at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, much smaller market. But because they are bigger institutions, mm-hmm. right? If there's only 30 or 35 of them, that means that they're bigger scale businesses. You have the ability to sell enterprise software here, right? It's, it's yeah. not like bullshit little dispensaries or grows in California where it's all stagnated and everything. I mean, your first main customer also invested in you like, what does that mean to you? What do you think that means as you compare yourself to the other seed to sale trackers that are out there? You know? you know, honestly, it's a bit of a double-edged sword because like, yes, we had to build an enterprise grade software and that's exactly what we did. But then the majority of the market, the bigger market is California and it's, it, it is a fragmented market. It's smaller, medium-sized farmers. So it's a different type of customer. So we had to build a product that would work in an enterprise atmosphere but would also work in an outdoor grow that's 50 plants. Mm. And so it, that in itself kind of produces challenges to make a system that's dynamic enough. But yeah, like our first uh, customer out in Canada, seven acre hybrid greenhouse facility. 
our vision there, and that's really our testing ground for the software. And like right now, we're, we basically switched off their <clears throat> existing tracking software, uh, and they migrated over to us. That's and a big moment. It's right? a it's a huge moment. And are they super nervous? Like, what do they say to you before they make that switch? And they're a publicly traded company as well, so they've got a lot of risk in play. And and yeah. we're doing it in in a smart way, and essentially running two systems in parallel, which actually gives us a really good opportunity to build like validation documentation, which is really important for regulatory. What's that it, mean? It, Tell us about that. Yeah. So like pu uh, putting together software validation document is kind of like here's our plan of how we're going to test it. And what better way to test your software than to run it in parallel with something that's already been approved? Mm. Um, and as long as we have the same outputs, but we generate all the efficiencies and labor, et cetera, et cetera, that's why there's a benefit. Mm. But as long as we have the same output, then it's validating that our software is working similarly. And then, uh, as you mentioned, like it's a big regulatory compliance issue. And when we're dealing with enterprise grows, they have to go back and change their uh, standard operating procedures and reapply essentially with Health Canada, the regulatory body. So, you know, that that's a big move. And having these types of documentations and test cases in place, um, that's what's going to allow us to, to be in there. Got it. And what are, like, the key metrics there? How do you know you're doing better than what they were using before? I mean, so it's a bit different for us because we we were told what the pain points were when we were building the software. So we, we kind of, you know, minimized or mitigated yep. those. But you can't capture, like you, you can capture the high level processes, but you can't capture the details and how people actually work in the environment. So we, we actually went into the facility um, and we, we were there for days just watching every single process from, you know, uh, seed, seedling, uh, pre-veg, veg, flower, harvesting, et cetera. Like we stood there and watched and we saw them use the old system before our system was in place. Yep. And it was a simple process. They were using one of our competitors, um, and they were trying to reconcile all the clones that they had in their nursery to the mother plant. But it, it just wasn't available in the software, so they had to kind of print out a mother report, and then print out all the plant labels, and then manually match them up, and then reprint all the labels so they're all on the same strip. So that whole process took like three people and about three hours. Mm. That same report to log in and access it in our system is 30 seconds. And that's like Boom. one process. Boom. So you multiply that out to the entire grow, like that, that's what we're about. We're, we're driving out the efficiencies. Yeah. That was incredible. And just a note, that was like a crash course on customer development right there. Like you went there, you checked out what they were doing, and you said, how do we make this better? Not a little bit better, but like a lot, a lot yeah. better, right? Yeah. So that's kind of at the bigger end, right? And give us a, a feel for the scale of that grow. If you can. It's uh, the whole uh, facility, seven acres. They're rolling out in phases. So they probably have about uh, an acre or two live right now. And over the next couple of years, they'll go all the way to seven acres. And does that represent a certain percentage of the total cannabis in Canada? Or do they calculate those numbers yet? Or? Yeah. So them specifically, they're in a different spot. So in Canada, the way it works is you apply. And then the first step after your inspection and everything is you get a license to grow. And then you need to successfully grow under the regulations before you get a, a license to sell. Mm -hmm. So they technically aren't able to sell to the direct end patient. I see. But they have this really interesting strategy where they're essentially the, the only B2B play in Canada. So they've pre-sold two years of their inventory to other licensed producers. Mm -hmm. They're able to sell the current inventory. And why are they the only one? How did that happen? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess they're smart, but uh, 
Yeah, it, it's an interesting strategy. What's their name, by the way? Oh, sorry. It, so the uh, the like umbrella company, Supreme Pharmaceuticals, which invested in us, and they own Seven Acres, uh, is the name of the the company that's the operating yep. producer. Got it. So you had this relationship in place. Got your first customer and investor. And then you hear of Gateway. I mean, why California? What, what do you benefit from here? Yeah, it, so it actually worked out a bit interestingly for me. So I, uh, I was actually looking at raising. And this was, I think, just after we closed a very small round that would get us to our MVP. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, you know, that's a short runway. I need to... What does that look like? Like 100 grand? Yeah, pretty much 100 grand. grand. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. And uh, plus whatever the founders put in, et cetera. Yeah. So w- we were looking for our next round of capital, which we probably would have tried to raise in two, three months. And so I was just looking at like cannabis investments. Like one of the things, especially in Canada is, and especially at that time before Trudeau came in place, before like uh, the recreational market was on the horizon, et cetera, getting capital for the cannabis industry in Canada was very difficult. Mm. Um, People were very much in a like standstill, like let's see how things kind of play out and, and we'll go from there. And so, like, it was very difficult, but, and not to say it's not difficult in the U.S., but the volume is just so much larger. So I was just out there looking for any type of funds, any, anything that, you know, we could tap into for the next round. And uh, I I think I Googled, like, Cannabis Investment Fund and Gateway was one of the first ones that came in. And when I checked it out, like, I, I forget what the date was, but the date the application was due was the date I found them on Google. Mm. And I literally had like an hour to submit A couple it. of the companies have that, that story. Right? That's funny. Yeah, it's crazy. And so like literally in an hour, I just filled out the form. I didn't even have a chance to put in like a video interview. But it, it did say like you can email any additional information. Yep. So I emailed them my investor deck because I was raising at the time. And then ultimately got an interview and the rest was... Got it. Yeah, yeah. cool. And so coming into Gateway... Which was now how long ago? Two, three months ago? Uh, they started kind of end of April. I end came April. May 1st. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. What were your expectations from the program going in? <clears throat> so the reason why I accepted it and why it came out was, like, we all know the statistics. U.S. is a huge market. California alone represents almost 50% of the entire U.S. market. It's huge. What I didn't realize but now understand is, on the regulatory side, uh, you know, regulations are in place, but it comes into effect in 2018. So we're in this like really interesting time frame where like regulations figuring itself out. It's a huge market, and like it, all the you know constraints and controls around it will yep. come in place now. So you basically need to be here right now in order to have a play. And yeah, it, it just turned out really well. So I, I knew if we wanted to capture the U.S. market, we would have to start with California. And I think we're doing a pretty good job so far. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about some of that traction, if you can. I know you've had a pretty great last few weeks here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the product finally went live. Um, it's live in uh, the facility in Canada, and we have a, a bunch of the other licensed producers in our pipeline as well. And then we're uh, going live this week, uh, the week of August 15th, uh, with about seven different uh, clients out here in California. And we're actually, so I'm documenting it. So I, I, I write a lot. Um, I've had a bunch of like articles published yep. as well. Yep. And I'm working on a piece that I'm like super excited about. And it's called like the California Experiment. Mm. And it's basically like looking, because our seven clients, they're across the spectrum. You've got a nursery that just sells clones. You've got an outdoor grow. You've got an indoor grow. Um, you've got a dispensary. You've got an extractor. 
um, and like you've got someone that's kind of all three or all four. And how are you able to create a software that is applicable to all those different types of growth? And th- that's the like magic behind it. And it, I, I think it's because we looked at it from the right perspective, which is it's an inventory play. Like all you're doing is moving inventory around and tracking how much there is and where it is, right? Mm-hmm. And so we focus on designing our software in a way that really mimics how product moves across the value chain. And we went end to end because we had to in Canada, yeah. which just allows us to kind of break it down and, and serve all these different types of clients here in California. Interesting. And that's what the whole story is about is like we built this tool that's completely end to end and everyone's extracting value from it in different ways. Got it. So having gotten your uh, launched and out the door, gotten, you know, pushed the, uh, the product. What have you kind of learned from that process? I mean, it's been iterative. I've seen a couple different stages. Yeah. You know, what do you what do you learn from that? Um, so we were fortunate in having like uh, Seven Acres and Supreme because that's our testing ground. So it, we kind of iterated with them like in a very closed loop until we you know figured it out and and really got what we where we needed to go, mm-hmm. and then and then we started showing it to other people and people were so like excited about how refined the product was compared to people that have been out there for seven years, for example. Yep. And so that just kind of validated that we're doing it right. But now that we're opening it up and going live with more and more clients, it, like we, we had to switch gears from like product development into implementation and like client support. And it's just a whole other set of like, not issues, but challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's been fun. It's been exciting and it's been a learning experience. But um, yeah, it's just been like shifting that mindset and but not losing track of product development because y- we got to keep iterating on that as well. And yeah, so it's just been crazy. Got it. So I think four or five weeks left until Elevate and, and Demo Day, uh, which is mid-September, September 19th and, and 20th. Just a little plug there. Uh, <laughs> what's left? What do you really want to get done uh, before that day? We're So I think we're in a good spot. There's certain metrics that I want to hit with the company um, going into Demo Day to make my life in raising capital easier. Cool, yeah. (laughs) And also generate some cash flow because that also helps with capital raise requirements, et cetera. Um, So for me, it's really execution right now. We've kind of laid out the pieces, products live, and now we have like literally six weeks to implement and convert to sales and just get as many other people on board. Is it working better is really the question, right? Like when you you look at that data over the next five weeks, they're going to directly compare it to whatever else they're exactly. using. Yeah. If you've exceeded it, yeah. you're well, you going to get a bunch of money, I think. You no, know, well, yeah, for sure. But So this whole thing, this whole trellis thing, this whole system, I've, I've been told by people, I've been told by growers, they've asked me, do you grow? Because I understand it so well. I've had people be like, like, one of my customers said, the reason I like working with you is because you're coming at it from a love of the plant. Mm-hmm. And it shows in the product and it shows in the business. Yep. And so, and, and it, it's definitely true. So that's what I'm super excited about. Like, I want to hit my numbers so that I can get more resources, so that I can build this bigger, so that I can help more growers and help more patients. Like, that's what it's all about. So that's there what's, you, you know, yeah. driving me for the next five weeks. Wow. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. Thanks again for being on. It's been yeah, uh, cool. Do sure. a little catch up. We'll maybe do another one after Elevate too. Yeah, see how you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Thanks again for having us. It was yeah, fun, for man. Sure. Thanks for having fun. me. Thanks for watching, guys, and I'll see you next time. We, we have so many exciting things planned for the show for the next year, uh, but we can't do it without your help. So 
There's this company called Patreon that just allows you to donate a little bit of money to the show anonymously, so nobody will know that, that you're doing that. Uh, if, you, if you like the show, if you want me to continue making the show, this team, uh, things cost money. We travel places, we need new equipment, we promote things occasionally when the internet lets us. And uh, we need your help. So I mean five, ten bucks a month, what, whatever you can afford really does make a difference. Um, if you give a shit about cannabis, if you like this show, if you learn something from it, just go to patreon.com slash investing in cannabis and, and give whatever, whatever you can. There's some rewards on there for 50 or 100 bucks or whatever, but anything, anything counts. And thank you so much in advance for doing it.